Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. John Burko, the Speaker at Parliament, coming in for some stick in the, in the papers. Let's look at some of the big question mark headlines. What has John Burko done now, says the Guardian. Evening Standard, Brexit destroyer. The Telegraph, across the water, John Burko has just made Brexit all about him and he couldn't have looked happier. The Sun, Common Speaker John Burko is trying to bully Britain out of Brexit. And the Mail, Daily Mail is lying here in front of me and it says, Furious grandstanding speaker ambushes Prime Minister with bombshell ruling on her deal. Now Britain must beg EU to delay leaving and faces up to 20 months in limbo. Shows a picture of the speaker smiling and it says this in big in big capitals smirk that says Brexit be damned. Is this uh, fair commentary? I want to speak to John Tong, British and Irish politics professor the University of uh, Liverpool. John, good morning. Good morning. Is it fair commentary on Burko? He's the speaker he's taking serious stick in a lot of the, the nationals. John Burko is perfectly entitled as Speaker to decide what amendments can be put forward, what resolutions, what motions can be put before Parliament. Where the anger, I think, is perhaps justified is that in the past, John Burko has said that precedent should not be uh, necessarily a guide to how Parliament acts, whereas this time he's, re- he's reverted to a 1604 uh, law uh, in Erskine May and has basically um, relied upon precedent. I mean, we all know where John Burko really stands uh, on Brexit. It's, it's you know, probably the worst-kept secret uh, of all. Um, he's perfectly entitled to speak to do what he's done, but you know, hiding behind precedent when he's been prepared to tear up precedent in the past to help Remainers such as Dominic Grieve uh, in terms of their amendments does raise question marks over his conduct yesterday. You, you can understand the anger, although ironically, there are some Brexiteers, hardline Brexiteers, who are happy with what he's done because they think that improves the chance of them getting a, a no-deal Brexit. Yeah, just to be clear, for people who maybe aren't following Brexit as closely as some of us either have to or want to, he has told the government it cannot send Theresa May's Brexit deal back for a third vote in Parliament immediately unless substantial changes are made to it. Is there much yeah. chance of there being changes or is there any chance of for even trying to bring it back now? Well, she can't bring it back. Theresa May cannot bring it back in its current form. There will have to be a substantial change. Um, I think the government's anger was partly because John Burko had given them no indication uh, that he was going to make the statement that he did yesterday. And in terms of courtesy, it might have been helpful for the government for John Burko to announce, uh, to to have given some indication to the government that that was the way he was going. I mean, if you're not going to allow uh, votes to be taken again in the House of Commons, then why was the second vote uh, allowed? And if John Burko had made it clear last week 
that the second vote would be the final one, MPs might have voted in, in a different way. So he, he's be, in some ways being too clever by half, um, but he's perfectly entitled to do what he has done. In terms of where the government goes, yeah, I mean, this drives a coach and horses through the, the government's Brexit strategy because you sensed an increasing confidence within the government that they were winning round the DUP, they were winning round a section of the European Research Group to actually vote in favour of the Theresa May EU deal. Uh, now they can't bring that back. So what do they do? The, the options are limited. One is to prorogue, that is, um, a, a end the parliamentary session. Um, the Speaker could advise the Queen that the, the government shouldn't be doing that because it's obviously a tactical device because the, you can, the government could end the parliamentary session, create a new parliamentary session, in which case they would be entitled to bring back uh, the deal that has come from the European Union. Uh, another option would be to come up with a very different form of words uh, for the current deal. But how do you come up with a different form of words if it's the same deal you're offering? The deal isn't going to change. The European Union has made crystal clear it's not going to change. It's not going to change in terms of the backstop. So, and John Burko laid down the, the tests by which he would accept a new vote uh, uh, on, on, on something yesterday. And they were pretty strict tests. There has to be substantial change to the actual deal that's on offer, a, a substantial legal change. Well, the EU is not offering a legal change uh, to the deal. The, 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 probably the, the, the likeliest option for the government, if they still want to put Theresa May's deal to the test, is to pass a parliamentary motion to allow a third vote uh, on, on, the, on the deal. That, though, there's no guarantee that that motion would pass in the House of Commons. So it looks like you know, all the exits are blocked at the moment for, for the government. And what we're looking at really is, is a request for quite a prolonged delay uh, on our departure from the European Union, a request that would probably be accepted with the EU hoping that we would head towards a second referendum and maybe reverse the original decision. And for, the, for many critics of John Burko, they think that's what he really wants and that's why he did what he did yesterday. Did, did I read somewhere that they could call on the Queen to intervene at some point and she could come to Parliament? What, what, what were they hoping to do there? To, to, to dissolve yeah. this Parliament? Yeah, what, what the government can do is ask for a Parliament to be prorogued. That is dissolved, OK? Um, and you have to provide a basis, uh, reasons for Parliament to be prorogued, in which case the, it's only the Queen can actually, form, in formal terms, dissolve Parliament. So the Queen would then seek political advice whether the, this dissolution of Parliament was legitimate. Now, one of, the, one of the people who would advise the Queen potentially is the Speaker, and the Speaker may take a dim view of a government trying to dissolve a Parliament to then create a new parliamentary session so it can vote again, uh, on a motion that has been defeated twice already. So it drags the Queen potentially in, into quite tricky, politicised waters. Um, that's where we could be heading. I, I don't think, it could be wrong, but I don't think the government would go for a proroguing, a, a, a dissolving of, of this parliamentary session. That would be probably t too monumental, and it would look very, very transparent in doing that. I think the more likely route is for the government to try and force a vote in Parliament as to, as to whether to allow uh, a third and potentially fourth vote on the Theresa May EU deal. If Parliament votes in favour of having a vote, the vote can then take place. You know, the, the, the Speaker, in that sense, you know, doesn't get his way because the Commons has voted to overturn the precedent that John Burko was using yesterday. They, they are beginning to look a bit stupid in the eyes of the world, aren't they? <laughs> Well, it's just monumental chaos. Every day there's a new form of chaos. Um, people are looking on absolutely baffled. I mean, the, the EU was looking on bewildered yesterday because I think the, 
the figures within the European Union who were beginning to share the optimism of Theresa May that she'd got some of the key people on side. I mean, the, the DUP, it's, you know, the DUP was very keen to stress that, that no deal had been done and they'd not been bought off. But the fact that the Chancellor was there for a meeting with the DUP speaks volumes. The Chancellor doesn't, doesn't turn up uh, for discussions on non-constitution, on, sorry, on constitutional issues normally. So why was the Chancellor there if no money was involved? And we know that some of the goodies that could be offered to the DUP in terms of, you know, uh, scrapping air, passenger duty uh, flights, uh, flights um, uh, originating in Northern Ireland uh, might be a way forward. I'm not saying that the DUP's demands are reducible to money, but what, what was significant was the other report about what the government was offering the DUP to get them on side, which was that there would be no regulatory divergence between the EU uh, between EU rules and UK rules. In other words, if the EU changed its regulations on foodstuffs, the, the UK would implement that EU regulation. So Northern Ireland would not be in any sense cut adrift, which is rather different from what the EU agreement suggests, which would align Northern Ireland and only Northern Ireland closely to the EU single market. So the, the government was re had reassured Nigel Dodds uh, and Arlene Foster to some extent they were winning over the DUP. The ERG was splitting. The European Research Group was splitting. Some were coming round to supporting the government. So things were beginning to look a lot brighter for Theresa May until the Burko bombshell yesterday. Now, you know, the government's got to come up with a completely new strategy to, to, to try and sell a deal. But the government can't change the deal. This is why Burko's reliance upon precedent is a bit, you know, it, it, it's a bit raw for the government because... The government can't change the deal. The government's trying to sell a deal that can't be changed. So you know, it, it, the, the things that, that John Burke was requiring the government to do are not in the government's gift. You know, the EU is not changing its withdrawal agreement. They've made it crystal clear time and time again. John, it's always uh, great to hear from you because you make it uh, sound so understandable. John uh, Tung, who's a professor of Irish and British politics at Liverpool uh, University, talking about the Burko bombshell, which of course was this. If the government wishes to bring forward a new proposition that is neither the same nor substantially the same as that disposed of by the House on the 12th of March, this would be entirely in order. What the government cannot legitimately do is to resubmit to the House the same proposition or substantially the same proposition as that of last week, which was rejected by 149 votes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.